Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on! Are there any bikers left in MCs? I got this very interesting email, and I have to agree with some of the points. Every generation evolves into something new. That's what's great about human nature, I guess you would have to say. Some of us older guys are like, eh, it's not so great no more. But that happens. Older you get, the more pessimistic you get so when i got this email i went through it and it was very interesting because he hit on a lot of points i'm sitting there like yeah you got that right yeah you got that right and then you go look at some of the demographics within the channels that a lot of us have as far as biker niche and then you go and I look at my second channel as far as Insane Wheels is concerned, and there's another demographic. So you have independents, you have regular guys that just want to go out there, party, have fun, do all the good stuff. They don't have any reputation, they don't have any style that they're looking for. But when you think MCs, you sit there and think, okay, grungy-looking bikers and all that good noise. Well, that isn't the case anymore. And it hasn't been for the last 10 years, I would have to say. Maybe 2008. That's when I think a lot of stuff has changed. You know, when we looked at somebody that had tennis shoes riding a motorcycle, it was like, what are you, stupid? But now it's perfectly acceptable. Hell, they got, they wear shorts on motorcycles now. But this was very interesting to our original question. Is there any bikers left in MCs? Let's go to it. Here's the email. Very interesting one. And of course, I don't put on who uh, sends the email because of privacy stuff. He goes on to say, in my humble opinion here, the culture isn't changing. Very interesting, and here's why he says that. It's the MC members that are changing. Do you agree with that premise? It's not the culture, but it's actually the new MC members coming into it. Let's go on. So he asked himself, quote, Do we really have bikers, any bikers in the MCs anymore? And he went on, and said, I feel the answer is no, and that's why we are seeing all these changes. We have more people in the masses influenced by social media. Now, I started the podcast portion in 2011 with Insane Throttle Biker News and all that. Yes, a very different time period. Then you had that 2015 thing happen down in Waco, Twin Peaks, and social media was becoming more prevalent. There was a lot more creators that were 
going out. And you know what? That's why they call us influencers, because we're supposed to keep up with the times or move it forward. But around 2018, when I started putting the audio version into video for Motorcycle Madhouse, you could really see the change. There was only a few of us that were doing it. Now everybody and their mother is doing it. But you did see how people were influenced by social media. Heck, I remember in 2018, not a lot of people in clubs were putting their stuff all over the internet. And I always would say, hey, wait a second here, man. You're making it easy for the cops to find out who you are and da-da-da-da-da. But it's more of the technological youngins that now has social media bred into them that that's completely normal. So I see where he's going with more people are influenced by social media. Very true. And of course, we know the TV shows joining MCs and less real bikers wanting to be a part of it and the direction it's going. Now he goes on to say the things new age MC members are doing. Buying designer cuts or vests online with custom color patterns. And that's one thing. Hey, if you got the money, buy it. That's your deal. If you want to be a Gucci on a bike, as we ca I call it, Gucci. You know, you're looking at a guy who still, uh, you know, still wears ratted up denim vests. Okay, on his bike. The dirtiest thing, you know what, before I, and I was kind of proud of myself, I got a new one, you know, I went on, got it, uh, for, what was it, uh, 40 something bucks, and that was the newest thing I wore in over 20 years, a lot of my, that one vest you see me in, that thing was over 29 years old, the dirty griming, it really didn't matter, and a lot of people, Nowadays, they'll spend four, five, six hundred dollars on vests that are designer ones. There's one specific brand out there now that they're buying. I don't know what the name of it is because I have no interest in it, but they're spending a lot of money on this stuff out there, man. They're, you know, Gucci bikers, you know, that's my new thing. That's what I'm going to call it Gucci bikers. Instead of Nike bikies that they have in Australia because they get all pumped up in jewelry and all that kind of crap. It's Gucci bikers here in the States. Anyway, one percenters are having tough guy slogan patches made on Amazon, such as the Goon Squad, Border Patrol, Gucci. Oh, look at that. You know what? Gucci Gangster. I like that one, too. But I like Gucci bikers better. And the list goes on of store-bought patches. You do see a lot of club members now that have names like that on rockers for their chapters and charters, which is cool. It was all to me. That's not really a tough guy slogan. It's more of who the what the chapter is all about, their ideology and stuff. And that's fine, because a lot of guys never used to wear it. You'll see a lot of side rockers like that. That, you know, but you can, if you step back, look at it, and it has that kind of uh, feeling towards it. Me, I really don't think it's a big uh, deal. Uh, next one. 
super clean cuts. I know guys who damn dry clean their colors once a month, and others who tell me the fucking Febreze they're cut. Okay, gotta agree on this one. Usually, when you've seen somebody with a clean patch, you knew that they just got their patch. And then you look at one of the old timers where the thing's fallen off the vest after, you know, 30 years of wearing it. It was dirty, greasy, grimy. And I remember when guys, when they used to get their cuts, it was no joke, man. They used to dirty them up right away. You know, there, there's the trick that I've used was the ashes, cigarette ashes. You, you, you get them into the fabric and stuff. And then you go out for a ride, let the wind blow it off, and then ash it again. Or you had guys that just went out there and freaking kicked it in the mud to get it dirty because they didn't. Nobody wanted you know you to know that they were just getting their patches. But now I have heard about this and I've seen pristine colors. And that was like, wow, man, I guess that goes along with uh, the designer cuts and the vest and stuff. And again, it's a generational thing, which hey, is cool. You got to want to have more style. But the clubs, the stuff I remember, man, yeah, it was dirty, grimy. You know, you, you wear your pants for three, four weeks, and that was normal, man. Hey, we're a dirty, greasy biker. But now, man, it is. It is. It's Gucci bikers now, okay? It's Gucci bikers. Riding less than 5000 a year or only to the local poker runs and the bars. You know what? A lot of people talk about this. And, you know, it was funny where MC members would say, hey, man, you're not a real biker, blah, 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 blah. But while you're sitting at the clubhouse making fun of them, they're the ones riding the motorcycle. And it does seem that way. A lot of clubs really don't put on the mileage anymore. It is to local events. It's local bars where those cross-country runs, the parties and stuff, a lot of that is non-existent now. Uh, a lot of them, yeah, they'll go to Sturges. But even then, you know, you got... The bike trailering, which, hey, I don't care about that stuff. I, I really don't. Uh, to each his own. If they want to trailer bikes, whatever, don't make you less than any biker to me. But he is right. A lot of st You don't see the packs going on long rides anymore like you used to. Let's go to another one here. Talking outside the club with club business and about brothers in a negative way. Boy, since social media has come around, we hear that all the time. And it's true, we hear it all the time. That's where a lot of drama comes into play. And that's something you would really never hear before, but you do now. So I can see where the guy who wrote the email is coming from. I really do. It's it's like culture shock, if you will, to some of the older guys. But what do you guys and gals think? Do you think there's any bikers left in the MC world? Any you know, still? Let me know in the comment section. We're gonna go to the second half of the show with China now, right now. And by the way, join the members only club, and also.
tomorrow's episode, the cop that posted his colors online for sale, he replied. We'll be right back. Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods, where we get together, have parties, have fun. So make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. Rock on! Yeah. 
What's up, everyone? How are you doing on this beautiful Thursday morning? What am I talking about? It ain't beautiful out there. It's overcast and stinks. Anyway, I got to make a correction out there. China Dom was pissed off at me the whole day yesterday, and I didn't even know why until she said something. It's funny that she don't say something. She just wants to be mad, but ain't that a normal woman right there? She will be a part of the shows on Sunday. I just forgot her name. And next thing you know, I'm getting yelled at. You know, I get no I get no breaks from you. It's just like you had somebody on TikTok the other day and you got angry at me. And I was like, dude, what the fuck did I do? Because they're freaking hitting me up on TikTok looking for you. They're fangirling me on your TikTok and you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what kind of shit is that? I didn't do nothing. Yeah, go follow you. And then I forget you your name yesterday, and you really get on me. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to break up the madness with all you boys. Oh, all us boys. I get it. I hope you said Roy, because I ain't no damn boy. I said boy. Oh, I bet you did. I did. Today, we're going to be talking about some uh, pretty serious issues here. Uh, the DEA, they warned of a new deadly uh, drug threat that the U.S. has. And it's like, really, we got fentanyl out there. We got all this designer stuff coming. What is everybody a chemist and pushing this stuff? I truly believe that it's the way to kill our freaking citizens. And the government's still involved. You know, you had in the 1980s, the CIA with that uh, crack cocaine crap. And that was bad enough to tear people up to heroin in the 1970s. And now you have this nasty business out there. I really don't even hear about heroin anymore. It's all about fentanyl. And you got the DEA coming out and say, hey, what the hell? You know what I mean? You got this uh, new drug. I can't even pronounce it. Zelixine. Zelinsky. Zelinsky. <laughs> I call him Zelinsky. He is the new threat. <laughs> no what's it called oh my lord just what's it called because we're going to be talking about that later the new deadliest drug is uh it's zeline zeline i don't know <laughs> it's an animal tranquilizer it's an animal tranquilizer we touched base on it a few shows back but just a little bit yeah so we really need to go into that uh, sad state of affairs, man. Sad state. Of, whatever happened to good old weed? I don't know. I get high off of weed. That's just like there was. But that, it don't kill me. There was that other drug that we were talking about, the zombie drug. Remember that? Yeah, Kuwait. That's uh the Ukrainian president Zelensky. He's a damn scourge on this country, if you ask me. But what do we got in the news today? We'll go on uh to that later on, and. You know, one particular drug that is associated with uh, bikers and stuff, meth, I got to talk about that because that really gives us a bad name. But what do we got in the news today? The Chicago Blackhawks were slated to wear their rainbow-colored warm-up jerseys on Sunday for the team's Pride Night, but that will no longer be the case. Oh, yeah, baby. My Blackhawks. They sticking it up the, <laughs> right up the. I can't say sticking it up the rear, man. We're talking no, that, about LG, that, yeah, that don't, just don't work that, that right. No, don't go there. That's like me giving a retarded helmet that one time. I just can't do it. Yeah, you did. 
I did. The Blackhawks will not wear the LGBTQ themed jerseys attire they have worn previously, citing safety concerns of their Russian players for the decision. Yeah, Russia, man, they don't play around with that stuff. They don't believe in that stuff over there. They believe in two sexes over there. Man new, and woman. New Russia law, Russian law has banned gay propaganda, and the team reportedly had conversations with the security officials regarding the laws. Yeah, could have put our goalie in uh, harm's way and everything. Mm-hmm. Because they got family back in Russia. That's one thing a lot of people don't understand, is when you have these athletes that come from different countries, especially hockey. This is the way hockey is. Yeah. You get them from all over the uh, world there. And they still got to abide by their home country's rules, especially if their family's over there. Yeah, the law made it illegal for Russians to promote or praise the LGBTQ lifestyle. You know what, Cody? I was going to put on uh, your famous video in response to Black Dragon yesterday. You know, he was trying to freaking buck me in the knees over that Iron Order bullshit. So I was going to put out uh, that uh, video that uh, Cody did, softer than puppy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to play it, but I forgot to get it. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, uh, there's some channels that are <laughs> saying the Phoenix Warlocks were involved in that thing in Indiana. So I'm going to have a video on that. They were not, and I repeat, not involved in that stuff in Indiana. Wrong club, all that kind of stuff. That's why you got to know what you're doing when you're doing this new shit. But uh, anyway. And they're not the only ones that uh, uh, in the NHL, several of the teams and players became under fire in the recent months by not wearing their pride jerseys. The Philadelphia Flyers, New York Rangers, uh, Minnesota Wild. Do you think that San Jose people are finally getting over the fact of this wokeness shit. I mean, it, it's. Why do they get their own freaking uh, display? Why can't Hollywood get his? Why can't they wear Hollywood jerseys? Why would they want to? I don't know. But at the same time, why are they special where they should get a night? And you got to remember, you know, we love baseball and hockey. <laughs> We're mostly hockey fans in this house. Uh, yeah, hockey rocks. Now, hockey's a man's sport. I don't care. You're in there beating the shit out of each other. You want real men. I give total kudos to all men that can stand on ice skates and not fall. And and, beat the shit out of each other. beat the shit out of people. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's a great game. Our daughter was even into it. It was great. And next thing you know, you have this woke ideology pushed on our players. Why should I, if I don't believe in something, why should I have to be forced to do it? And I get where they're coming from. They got to protect their teammates Mm -hmm. because I mean, if they try and force the issue, then them teammates are going to have, you know, the Russian teammates are going to have major issues back home and something could happen to their family. Yeah. You don't play in Russia, man. They'll shoot you. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I don't understand about these activists and stuff. They go around preaching equality, and if they went to one of these countries like Russia or Iran or North Korea, if you're gay, they throw your ass off the fucking buildings. They don't play around in other countries, man. 
Nope. It's you know what? It's a a year a Western European and a U.S. type of thinking, and it's really making us weak in the world's eyes that we have we're having these conversations in public because uh, Xi Ping or whatever his freaking name is from China just met with Putin. And said, well, there's going to be another, there's going to be a change that people haven't seen in over a hundred years. Putin. <laughs> yeah, Putin. You know what that sounds like? I don't know, a Gucci biker? No. You know what it sounds like? What? It sounds like a vagina fart. Yeah. You Putin? <laughs> yeah, you Putin. But anyway, that really makes us look weak in the eyes of the world. And that's some scary business when you have two major comp or countries like that coming together and saying, hey, we'll have change. And then to come find out that uh, they found the bank records of diaper head Biden. Dude accepted over a million dollars from the Chinese. No wonder what the hell's going on in this country. But I don't think sports uh, players should be forced to do anything like that. You know, I, I don't care what people do in their bedroom, but why do I have to celebrate that? I mean, if they want to celebrate it, let them celebrate it. But I think they should leave the professional teams alone. Well, that's the thing. When we watch professional sports, that's just like me. I don't watch football no more. No. And that's because I don't want to watch politics while I'm watching a game. That's supposed to be my release yeah. from all the bullshit. Yeah. When I watch a Cubs game, I don't want to hear about political bullshit. When I watch a Blackhawks game or an Icehogs game, I sure to hell don't want to freaking watch. Or Chicago Wolves. Or the Wolves. I don't want to watch political crap. I sure to hell don't want to see a player taking a knee to a national anthem that all our bets died for. Because like I said, again, be honest, in the United States, at least you have the power to do that stuff. Where you go to these other countries, they're killing your ass. So stop saying, well, this country is the worst in the world because it isn't. I think the only exception to the rule as far as uh, different jerseys is like breast cancer month. Those are if they wear the if they wear the pink jerseys. Exactly. But that's for that's, a, a, that's, that's for, for a cause. That's for a major cause. It ain't for okay, you know, if you suck pecker and you're the same sex, that ain't my problem. But I don't have to celebrate that. No, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of professional players would find it a little uncomfortable, you know, supporting something that they might not actually support. Well, you look at your Christian values. Let's talk about that for a minute. There is a lot of ev ev uh, what is it uh, evangelicals that support Israel. Okay, a lot of them support that country. But now they're trying to pass a law where they'll throw you in jail if you talk to others about religion and it was directed towards Christians. How the hell are you going to support somebody like that? 
they people in this country have to understand you know what you got something special here so stop pissing on my country stop pissing on the graves of the people that died for this country we don't all have to agree but we sure to hell don't have to push our uh beliefs on other people right so if the blackhawks don't want to wear some rainbow stuff that's on them Hey, could you imagine having players on your team from Russia? And next thing you know, you know their laws. And you're going to put them in that kind of danger because of what? You want to be part of the woke movement? And it's funny because... Whoever decided to bring that shit out of the closet fucked the whole country up. You got that right. And the funny thing is, too, like a couple years back, but they wouldn't. That wasn't even a thing. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we used to go. It all, wasn't. We used to always go, and it's like, okay, like Saint. Pat- we were season ticket holders. Saint Patrick's Day, they'd always wear green. Mm-hmm. You know, like around Saint Patrick's Day, they'd have their green jerseys. Uh, you know, then you got the for breast cancer awareness they'd have either the pink ribbons they'd either have their regular jerseys with pink ribbons or they'd actually have pink jerseys well you know these what upsets are, these me are... is when do i get a white boy month i don't know why do i get a, why can't i get a white boy month i think you should get an you should get an italian jersey or something. everybody else has uh, has their months and then you know what you got a lot of these people that go around and say, well, you stole their land. We didn't steal it. We beat their ass in war. That's what happens. They just, they're just sore losers. And it's not even the, the Native Americans that are pissed. That's just like Indian. They're clearancing all their logos with the color. The color uh, logo. Well, we want to be, you know sympathetic to our native american friends how the cleveland indians changed it uh, the washington redskins and it wasn't the native americans that were pissed about it it was these loony leftists that were pissed about it it's like you know what you guys can complain about me turning on the tv wrong get over it but I think the Blackhawks made a really damn good move. I really do think so. <laughs> oh, you, and it's not just the Blackhawks anymore. It's half the NHL or half of the hockey league. Because you can't have guys from a foreign country coming into this woke madness. And hockey is a man's sport, man. You, you get in there, beat the shit out of each other. I love it. But you know what? I love the skill of hockey. Hmm. I really love the skill. Mm-hmm. So I know, yeah, you you a hockey mom, not a soccer mom. Totally different things. I mean, I'll go watch soccer, but it's not as exciting as hockey. <laughs> Hockey's like awesome. That it is. What else we got in the news? Um, and by the way, yeah. like one time said, why don't we have a testacular or a testicle uh, cancer month? I know you should. Yes. You know, Tank guys, cancer, balls get inflamed. You know, yeah. Tank mm-hmm. cancer. It happens. God, well, there's a lot of cancers out there that nobody gets a month for. I'm telling you. Death toll linked to contaminated eye drops rising. And so now I as, can't even put eye drops in? Yeah. 
<laughs> Save the balls. <laughs> would you wear that shirt at your work? Fuck yeah, I would. You know, because you, uh, what do you have to do? You wear catcher mitts on your oh, tits? Yeah, during during the month of October, our t-shirts have catcher's mitts on the boobs saying that they're saving second base. Uh, so yeah, I would totally wear one with balls. I don't care. <laughs> if I got to wear catcher's mitts on my little boobies in, uh, in October, I'll wear balls. Oh, there you go. There you go. Go ahead. So the death toll of the outbreak linked to contaminated recalled eye drops has risen and more people have lost their vision. Some people are, uh, let's see, at least eight people have gone blind and four people have had to have their eyeballs surgically removed. You know, I was talking about that the other day. Oh, shut up. Don't even go there. I want how you want to keep my eyes. Yeah, I want to take your eyes and put them in a glass. No, that's if gross. you die first, that's what I think I'm going to do. You're gross because you got the prettiest eyes. You're gross, and I say to myself, okay, you know, put the eyes over here. The only uh, thing would be awkward is if I'm banging a bra and your eyes are looking at me and I'm staring at you. Yeah, it'd be like, what the fuck, man? You're a creep. <laughs> You're a pervert looking at me. <laughs> Somebody's watching me. Right. What? That'd be totally weird, man. Could happen. So the CDC did not. Then you get mad because I want to prop you up in, uh, you know what I call a taxidermis. I'm not sitting here in the corner while you're doing your show when I die. That'd be great. I think it'd be funny. And no. yeah, Steve, I am a sick bat. I am a sick bastard. I kind of hey, am. Years ago, he wanted to keep my foot. I, I, I don't know why. Kick me in the ass when I do something wrong. Now it's my eyeballs. So, okay. More than 10 different brands of artificial tears have been recalled. Why and is it called that? And, and because, because if you have a problem with dry eyes, you use this stuff and to help it where your eyeballs aren't dry. Now, could You're this welcome. be a reason why? Guess where, guess where a lot of them are made? What? India. Now, I have a question here. What? With women. Do you have to use the Vaseline for your eyes after a guy pumps some uh, of his goo in your eyes? Vaseline? Yeah. Do you have to, like, clean it out with Vaseline? Why would you use Vaseline? Dude, now people are going to do that. Oh, yeah. That's right. Shit. Shut up. I you don't put Vaseline up. in your eyes. What is it? Bizine. That's what it is. <laughs> it ain't my problem that they use that. Oh, my God. But seriously, <laughs> you know, I know you know some women who got Vaseline. You're stupid. <laughs> I know. I know some women that are kind of freaky. I don't think they're putting Vaseline in their eyes. No, that would be Visine. They're holding their eyes open and tell the guy, "Oh, baby, baby, give it to me." And next thing you know, he blows his load all in her eye, making her all look stupid. They might so. get pink eye. Uh, is that where you were? Is that why they get pink eyes? Because oh, that's because they're getting blown in there, huh? Pink eyes from poop. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> but don't their eyes turn pink? They turn pretty red. You can see it if you do research. Oh, like you probably have. You got to do research on this. I'm telling you. <laughs> telling you. <laughs> Go on Pornhub. No. And they do some very weird stuff, man. These girls holding their eyes open is like, dude, what happened to just coming on your mouth or coming on your nose? No, they want it in the eye. 
No, they don't. Yes, they do. I think they need Only protein. Only on Pornhub because normal women don't want their their man's goo in their eye. I do feel sorry for you women, though. I feel sorry for us, too. You know why I feel sorry for you? I feel sorry you? for me right now. Because women, uh, you know, they get their creepy-ass, freaky-ass guy <laughs> who spends his time researching a lot of stuff on Pornhub. Or there's some freakier sites out there, I'm telling you. It depends on what you're into. But they go there to learn it, and then they have to do it on you guys. Is that some freaky stuff? I feel for you women. Yeah, I feel for me right now. Thanks. Come on. You've had or heard a friend of yours or something say, you know what he tried to do? Come on. Give it up. Nope. You never had a girl tell you in confidence <laughs> that, you know what this freak did? Uh -uh. He tried to roll me up like a pretzel. Or, you know, he tried to, you know, make me put my legs above my head and just go to fucking pound town. That's nothing unusual. Oh, it isn't. No. Like where you're a pretzel and, you know, where you can almost get the woman to eat her own self out. Dude, if I could reach, I would. I bet I you would, you but I can't. freak. I can't reach. I'm not You're, a freak. You're a freak. At least I know it'd be done right. Oh, look at this. Rattlesnake. This is what I'm talking about here. <laughs> well, I'll leave it to Rattlesnake. Come on now. Or just busting her eardrum, call it a creamy willy. <coughs> I know that a woman has at least three holes. At least. But now you're getting into some freaky stuff. You know, you got the ears, you got the nose. It's like, wow, you women are tortured. Guy just throwing his goo anywhere he wants to throw it. <coughs> Try sitting in a chair, <coughs> minding your own business, and Hollywood comes up behind you and wet willies both your ears. Oh, that, man, that was funny the that other was day. Gross. <laughs> I do. I torture you daily. Daily Sad state of affairs. Y'all think it's just on the show. No, I get it all day. <laughs> all day torture. <laughs> Come down one time. He, you know, one time's over there just banging on his pecker. It sounds like sad state of affairs. What's up, Paul? Slow your roll, dude. <clears throat> you might go blind. So where were we in this story? Oh, yeah, it was about Visine. Thank God you got it right that time, but it's not Visine. Do you think that, uh, you know... Visine just gets the red out. They're not for really for You know, eyes. I've heard some things here oh, about, Christ. you know, if you pee on your woman's face, it's good for their face. No, it's not. That's spooge. No, I think it was pee. No, it wasn't. It's, it's, it's the man's goo. So you get better so facial it's stuff. good for your skin. It is good for your skin. So Not I got to do that more. No, I'm good. What do you mean you're good? I got to do that if it's good for your skin. I'm always here to help. No, no, I'm fine. My skin's fine. My skin's fine. Hey, I got a question in the, the comment section here. No, Lord. I got a question. Just say no. It's like a drug. Hollywood is like a drug. Where do you know? Where is your favorite place to blow on a woman? Give me that uh, answer. On or in? On, in, around, whatever. It don't, it don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. You're, you're nosy. I am because I know I got freaks. What else we got in the news here? 
You're so crazy. I'm always here to help. What do you, Mike? What are you gonna do? Get a one time off? What? What's going on here? <laughs> I was just saying at one time was pulling his pecker, and Mike comes out. I'm always here to help. What the heck is going on with the wrong, wrong thing here? I don't know. Oh man. Go ahead. Go ahead. A Colorado dentist is accused of killing his wife by poisoning her protein shakes so that he could start a new life with his mistress. Now, her protein shake, I heard, I just did, that protein's, you know, a part of the blow and go. <laughs> and I'm sure that's not what he's putting in her shake. Oh, okay, okay. I hear we go. Okay. So, James Tolliver Craig. <laughs> you 45. said that to China. <laughs> Morbic, he wants to put it in her butt. Colon cleanse. See, I think. Uh, now, let me go to another. Uh, God, am I ever going to get through any? You'll of these get news there in stories? a minute. I'll get there in a minute. Now, a lot of men, and you got to ask. You know, what percentage of men out there in this crowd likes anal sex? We got to let our women know. Hey, you got to bend over and take it here. You know, for the team. So. Yes or no? That's all you have to do. And Richard the Mouth, rock and roll, man. You, you know, uh, let me know. Let me know. Yes or no? Do you like anal? Go ahead. Oh my god, she can't get pregnant if you put it in the butt. <laughs> James Tolliver Craig, forty-five, was arrested on Sunday morning in Aurora, Colorado, on charges of first-degree murder. According to the affidavit, Craig planned to end his wife's life by searching for ways to kill someone undetected, providing her poisons that align with her hospital They're going symptoms. back to the medieval times and stuff like that. Now, would you think about killing old Hollywood? You... I do that daily. What do you mean you do that what? daily? What? What happened? That came out the wrong way anyway. Whoops. You know, why would you want to kill your spouse so you to be with somebody else? Why don't you just kick them out the door? Because then they get half. <laughs> Think about the figures. <laughs> Especially if you get married in California. It's half, motherfucker. It's half. That's why I always recommend leasing it. I didn't even listen to my own. You know, I did for the first seven years. Yeah, we weren't married the first seven years. That you know, because I was leasing the punta. Yeah, I was leasing that cooter pocket, and then all of a sudden I got stupid, and I married it. It now yes. I'm a friggin' it. Yeah, you're an it. I all married. Right. Then I was like, you know what? I gotta stay with this broad now. She'll get all my money. She make my life a living hell. You gotta wait till the kids are over eighteen. Then you get away with it. Guess what? They're over the age of 18. Yeah, I know, man. I, I, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Grumpy bastard. Anal sex is the start uh, start way to make sure your coups are lawyers and politicians. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Boston. What's up, Boston? Uh, let's see here. I ain't no puffed it abstinence anal neither makes a baby <laughs> so it sounds like you got a lot of men out there that like anal so i think a woman should just take it just do it you want my response what's your response no thank you exit only thank <laughs> no, no thank you no 
<laughs> I've been there, done that, don't like it, ain't happening, screw off, no, no, thank you. See, the problem is when a man needs Back to get off. Back door is closed for remodeling. When a man needs to get off, they really don't care about what the women thinks. Come on, let's be honest. No, they don't. They just want to blow. Just want to go there, you know, done, over with. Real quick. With you. It happens. Real quick. It happens. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back to work. <laughs> what? So did he get, like, what's he facing? Life or some shit? <sighs> Dude, he even Googled six deadliest undetectable poisons and how to detect them. Man, he really got into it. That's some psycho shit, man. Mm-hmm. See, people don't understand with even if you delete something off your computer, it's still in your hard drive. People don't realize they're stupid. God, I hate to be the one going through your hard drive. Dude, you you know what? You'll have all my research in there. Pornhub, 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 Pornhub. Hollywood, what were you looking at today? I was researching shit for the show. <laughs> It happens. It does. It happens. You're terrible. You got anything else or no? I got tons of news. Just give me one more. No, I want more than one. Well, give me one more. Go ahead. I want more What's than What's China one? Dial safe word? I don't know. I can't hear that good anyway, so I don't listen anyway. I don't have one. Uh, they asked. I don't have a safe word with Hollywood. Hollywood does what he wants. Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood just get dirty looks and punched. Uh, <laughs> wrong hole. Oh, what? Oh, uh, let's see. Let's talk about Idaho. Idaho. That's all they got out there is potatoes. Oh no! Idaho lawmakers have approved a bill that could allow prisoners execution by firing squad. Well, that's been around. The latest move by what the was state. that Gary Gilmore, man? Uh, wasn't there a movie on him? He got shot right in the heart. And the reason why they're doing this is because dun, dun, dun. I don't agree with it. A longtime death row inmate has has had his execution uh, <laughs> scheduled and postponed multiple times due to the scarcity of the drugs for the lethal injection. I don't believe in uh, execution by fire and squad. You, that should be reserved for the military. If you're going to get executed, you have to be in the military to get shot. Does anybody still use gas chambers? I don't know. I think California does, but they're, you know, liberal lefties over there. Know. And Mike's they don't, in there. Ask him. They don't do that stuff anymore. But don't you agree that reserving somebody to get shot should be a military thing? Yeah. Not no scumbag. I mean, why, why would you want to be shot? Well, because it's quick as hell. You got all these blanks coming at you, and then there's that one bullet. Yeah, but at the same time, that's a military deal, I think. I, I truly do. I truly do. Well, that's the reason why they want to bring it, bring it in, though, is because of the fact they're having a hard time keeping their lethal injection drugs on. Like, like they're What happened right to now. the good old Sparky? I mean, don't you have, can't you just, like, call another prison and get them from them? But no, what you know what I mean? Why? What happened to Sparky? Let him ride the lightning. Because two people get ca caught on fire and shit. So that's nasty. With some of the stuff that these people do, 
Especially the kids. Let them burn. People be burning. Let them still. They're going to burn when they die anyway. So why start them off that early? That's just wrong. Yeah. So you rather give them a lethal injection where they just fall asleep like a dog. Is that what you'd rather do? I guess it's not. What are you going your liberal leftist loony crap now? I guess in a sense, it's not. uh, It's not technically like considered. You can't really call it a lethal injection. It's like human euthanasia. (laughs) And I think that's despicable, especially if they put somebody through heartache and pain like that. You don't make it easy for them. No, that's why I say when uh, when it they got to fit the crime. Their punishment has to fit the crime, and if the crime has to do with murder, or if the crime has to do with child molestation, put them in with the family. What happened to the good old days when... Let the family take care of the crime. You know, they hung people right away. You know, you go catch them at the sheriff's jail in uh, out west. Bring them out and hang them? You had the mob just hang their ass. What happened in that good old days? Well, I'm sure that still goes on in some areas. I guess, but... I don't know, man. You should bring it back. I I really think you should. I do. I think you should bring it back. But because they can't find the drugs because of these crazy-ass liberals like you. I ain't no freaking liberal. Shut up. Then why do you have liberal viewpoints? I take both sides. Okay, so you won't have a problem with the front or the back. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You could flip me over like a pancake. No. Hey, made for the streets. I don't know why you can't comment. Everybody's able to do it right now. Uh, but go ahead. What? I don't know. Anyway, let's I mean, talk I got about more. No, but, no, no, you know. no. Let's talk about this drug problem in the United States here and worldwide. Talk about this new one. It's kind of scary. What is this drug called? What's it about? And one of the biggest things I worry about is kids because like i said when i was younger it was about weed dropping some acid here and there but nothing as freaking strong as this stuff hell even the 20s with you know doing some lines and stuff you can't even do that anymore because you got to worry about fentanyl being freaking uh put in your crap it's uh in case people want to know how you spell it, it it's X-Y-L-A-Z-I-N-E. So it ain't Zelensky? No. Damn. It's an animal tranquilizer, and it's getting mixed with fentanyl. So now you not only have the deadly fentanyl, which a lot of people can OD just by touching it. Yep. People have. You know, we showed that one video of that cop that was shaking down the subject. Yeah, and she got she touched it and she uh OD'd. OD'd right there. And if they didn't have Narcan, yeah, but they would have died. This uh, this drug, Narcan doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's become the deadliest one, because Narcan doesn't work if you OD on it. So now people are so stupid that they got to get high on an animal tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. And I thought people who snuffed freaking spray paint were stupid. They say that this drug laced with fentanyl has been found in 48 states. So it's there now. And the results, uh, which results in side effects like necrosis, amnesia, blurred vision, and death. And there's no way to reverse it. You know what I wonder sometimes? 
if the doctors are involved in this kind of stuff to make money. I know that uh, one case uh, with Freddie Angelo, he was that pagan, that doctor was selling prescription drugs and stuff. But now even the vets are getting involved in the game by giving out animal tranquilizers. Who thinks this stuff up? Do they just go like uh, into a lab or something and, hey, let's play chemistry? Probably. Remember one of those chemistry sets when you had as a kid? You think they got way overboard with that? Yeah, I think so. Well, the FDA issued an alert warning to healthcare professionals about, uh, I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. One time says a zombie drug. Is that what they're calling it now? The zombie drug? Mm -hmm. I know if you go on the south side or the west side, uh, you can really see some real zombies down there. I'm serious. They're walking around all stupid and shit. Yeah, they all drugged out, man. That zombie's down on the south side. Yes. <clears throat> This is also known as the zombie drug. Now, what about what Grandpa just said? Okay. Addicts in his town don't even use heroin anymore. They use straight fentanyl. Mm -hmm. So is that the way everything's going? Where Everything's heading towards fentanyl. So heroin ain't cool to people anymore. No, heroin isn't enough. What, how the hell is it enough when I get high just by smoking a freaking joint how uh, what why why do people go that route i am i'm truly confused and that's just like meth you know the poor man's cocaine why go to that man you look ugly after you do the meth well this uh this drug is most guess where it's most prominent right now mm -hmm. philadelphia Philadelphia, man, I heard that's worse than Chicago right now. Philly's a freaking mess. Where our Declaration of Independence was signed now is a mess. So that that's where it's the hardest hit right now? Mm -hmm. My God. Yeah, it's been... Um... It's been part of Puerto Rico's illegal opiate scene since the early 2000, and it made its way to Philadelphia, Philadelphia shortly after. Don't you think that should be an act of war? It first showed up in Philadelphia's toxicology reports in 2006. So now it's slowly getting out there even more and more. And it's found in over 90% of drug samples tested in the city in 2021. Oh, that's bad. That's bad right there. Mm-hmm. That's not a good number right there. No. But you think that that we should declare war on, say, Mexico or China and say, you know what? You're killing our fucking citizens here. No. Because why would you want to start a war? Because they're already killing enough of us by their drugs. Well, didn't China already take care of that with their freaking COVID? And what we do to China over COVID? Not Nothing. a damn thing because we got a wussy in the office. Well, because... Put some embargoes on them Chinese. Because Pampers doesn't want to have to de depend on things. You know what? I have a question, though. I have what? another question for our guys. For everybody in the chat? You know, with Asians. With Asians. Oh, my God. Okay. Would you rather what the do hell? a Japanese or would you rather do a Chinese girl? You know, do they got, like, different slant eyes? I'm just wondering. Yeah. They do. Yeah. What, one has more of a slant than the other? 
Don't you remember when you were growing up? I don't have slant eyes. Chinese, Japanese. <laughs> How stupid you are. <laughs> Dirty knees. Is that... Look at these. <laughs> Always can turn something into sex with you. Uh, nitro, Japanese. Uh, I ordered the same lab equipment from China. Wait to invade till I get the delivery, please. Uh, hmm. Steve, he wants Cambodian. Chinese are evil. Jap Everybody's saying Japanese, Koreans. Uh, what about? I heard Asians don't get BJ's. But Is this what, true? What about what about the Filipino girls? They crazy. That's what they crazy. They throw a shoe at you. Yeah, they're they're crazy people, man. But I don't see why you don't. Would you at least declare war on the cartels? The ones selling the crap. I say put a missile in one of our bedrooms. Just like they did Gaddafi. They put a freaking missile right in his house. Something's got to stop it because they're hooking the kids on this shit now. And that's one thing I never liked about drug dealers because they have no damn freaking sense. They have no morality. Is they'll sell that shit right in front of a high school or they'll get kids to sell it. Well, this they should have a special place in hell for them. Whatever this drug, it's, it's I don't even know. It's the uh, zelinezine. I don't even know. Well, it's laced with fentanyl to lengthen their high and enhance the drug euphoric effect. It appears as a white or a brown powder because it is always mixed with other drugs. Nobody just takes that drug. Is it people have to s escape reality or something that they have to do more than uh, Mary Jane? I guess. Do you think that's why some of these people do these drugs, these hard ones like uh, fentanyl and stuff? They want to escape reality? I would say. And how, why would you want to live your life like that and lose everything you have just for another fix? You know, I heard the saying where. People grab uh, crack cocaine and they'd have one hit and they were hooked. I heard it at. But I just can't see there sitting uh, against the corner looking like some zombie. I just can't see that kind of business. It's a sad existence. And like Mike said, yes, because most are not equipped to handle day-to-day -day things. And I think that would be a great subject for our first show. Uh, Mike Ball, Dragon, myself, Danny, D, and uh, China Doll. I thought we were doing depression and anxiety. Well, that's the first one. Second one, then. Do you think most people are not equipped to handle a day-to-day? -day, uh... A lot of people that have depre severe depression and anxiety, uh, some of them turn to drugs. So they're not equipped to deal with life. Mm -hmm. And is that our fault? As parents, that we didn't equip people for to have the tools to deal with. Well, stuff. you also got to keep in mind that depression and anxiety are out of people's control. You can't, you know. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. I had a bad time at work. I, you know, I have to get a little, you know, because the old fellas they used to go get themselves a shot of whiskey. Well, yeah, wasn't it the thing like you get off work and you go straight to the bar? But have, now have it's a like, and then go home for dinner. Go to the nearest drug house and let's get hopped up on fentanyl until we lose our damn jobs and can't provide for our family. 
and they it seems like they compound their problems and it's like okay how the hell are you gonna break the cycle because you know i one thing i really do hate is when parents sit there and do drugs with their kids that upsets and infuriates me because now you got them hooked on this shit. And even if you look at weed now, I like smoking weed. Yeah. But the weed that I started off on ain't the weed now. It's like super THC joints now. No, it's not like it used to be where you're picking the seeds and the stems out of it. No, you don't. Now you have. Stated, or you accidentally smoke that seed and it pops and or it gets stuck in your bowl or. Yeah, something like that. But you like that now anymore. you have state legalization. Yeah, you got all that shake. That are putting out this freaking stuff that whacks you out. Yeah. Like you, if I would have gave you the stuff that I used to smoke in the 90s, you wouldn't get paranoid. But now that the THC is so high. You're paranoid as hell. Mm-hmm. So we become like a pharmaceutical company here, country, and people are whacking out on stuff. Do they like get visions or something when they get high? I don't know. I never done it. I don't know. I know you I've, never done it. I've never done that. So. But you did know somebody who did do it. Which one? Or heroin, whatever. Do, they turn into a totally different person. You know, and I get the war on drugs is it's over. It's done. Nobody's going to win that because as long as you put something that's uh, illegal out there and say you can't do it, people are going to do it any damn way. Kane Wayne Lovejoy says that weed is a start dr- a starter drug. No, I don't believe that. There, you know, that's the gateway uh, argument to it. If that was but the case, alcohol would be. Think about it. That. Weed's not technically a drug; it's a freaking plant. It's been around for you know the it's first documented uh, deal with that was three thousand years ago. The Chinese, uh, you know, used it as medicinal and stuff. And it's the only drug that's never gave an overdose. And people don't. Uh, don't realize how much good which is weird for me to say but how much good weed does for people controls my seizures well like with my well hollywood yeah it helps control his seizures and with my sister-in-law before she passed away from breast cancer it was the only thing that she could do in order to eat Mm-hmm. was to smoke weed or eat an edible. She ended up just doing edibles because smoking the weed was making her sick as well. But she ended up doing edibles. Uh, Quain didn't say that. He said, fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> you better read it right, asshole. Uh, it says it right there. <laughs> You're supposed to be reading it right. Put bro, out a correction. It says, bro, weed was just the start. That's what it says. Oh, yeah. He didn't say it was a gateway then. You said gateway. Yes. I didn't say gateway. I said gateway. I'm you the, said I, gateway. You're the dumbass. I'm the It says head. just the start. Yeah, I'm the fuckhead on that one. My apologies. Yeah. It happens. But it is a good... But, uh, it, but a lot of people do bring up but that But there argument. are a lot of people that don't even bother with weed, and they go right past it. And one of the ones that I know that everybody was hooked on years back was Xanax. Mm-hmm. 
their shit started with Xanax. And now that Xanax is very hard to come by, they bypass Xanax and they're going to like shit with lace with fentanyl. Mm. I mean, okay. How many people use, okay. I watch hospital movie shows. Do you you, we used to watch Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy. I know it's a TV show, but it's actually also happens in the hospital. One of the first things that you get put on in a hospital is you get put on fentanyl. Mm. They give you fentanyl. Sad state of affairs. So it's like you you could get. uh, But what does that say to us as a society that we got a bunch of people that can't handle life? That have to be put away. And I think. Why it irritates me so much. And I'll say it time and again. You're out there wasting your life away while there's children out there fighting for theirs. And I just can't see that. I can't stand that. You see all these kids that have cancers fighting. And you got to go out and destroy yourself. Crooked D says weed helps me control my anger and violence. And a lot of weed does that. Uh, Wayne, I just got off. uh, Or Wayne, uh, I just I got off of uh, oxygen by climbing trees. He got high off oxygen by climbing trees. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, it, he didn't say that I, I would misinterpreted it. So don't bust on him. Uh, Mike, uh, seriously, Hollywood, you're damn right. Uh, you know, I can't see the kids that fight like that. They fight for their life and you got somebody out there throwing away theirs. And what's even worse is because of your decisions, you're putting that on society i shouldn't have to worry about that i shouldn't have to pay for your crap because you can't take life well because so many so many people abuse the prescription painkillers or the xanax or something with fentanyl that people get prescriptions for that all that stuff is getting abused that it makes it harder for other people like when i fractured my tibia i was given no pain meds Maniac. so it's like it makes it harder for uh, other and people and you know what they got us on that uh, cigarettes he's hooked on really bad i know i should quit but fuck they're so good and yeah as people get older we're passing on bills to other people as well through insurance rates Thank God that most kids nowadays, they don't get into the cigs. No, that's because the kids nowadays don't even bother with cigarettes because they go through the, they all go to those flavored vapes. Now, Hayden says gateway drug is a misleading term. People who abuse drugs to escape reality are likely first to try weed due to its availability, but without it, they will still have issues with drug abuse. Uh, you know, that, there's always going to be for or against arguments. And, you know, a lot of people are going to come back, which I would do too. Okay, al- alcohol has killed how many people? Both consumption and, you know, drunk driving and violence and stuff. Where weed, you don't get that. Well, it's just like we sit here every we sit here every day and we buy cigarettes. That's also an addiction. 
Have we tried quitting? Yeah, I'm actually trying to right now. It's not going too well, but I'm trying. That's because you got to get your vape. Well, that's because I'm using my old vape and it's gross. Right. But it's like, we all have something that we're addicted to. Everybody, But that addiction doesn't lead you to where you can't handle life. I'm, yeah, we got that with the cigarettes. But we're not out there freaking smoking crack or smoking meth or any of that shit. Right. That's just a little, you know, and I get a party drug, okay? Coke is a party type of drug. But when it takes over your life, what does that say about your mental fit fitness to even exist? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, man. there's so many drugs out there now, and it's like I can't believe that every time you turn around, they're 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 you're, they're finding another drug that's. And then you got drug worse. dealers that prey on. That's why I think when drug dealers shoot them, if they're caught selling fentanyl, heroin, shoot them because they're <laughs> worthless human beings. You're not only destroying the person, but you're destroying their family more. Mm -hmm. Well, because look at look at how many people are stealing from family members just to get their next fix because they can't afford it. Do you think drug dealers should get the death penalty? If and I'm not talking about weed, I'm talking about the hard shit, fentanyl, this new one, heroin. You think they should get a death penalty for killing somebody who ODs? I think they should get something for having somebody OD on their crap. Or get life dies. in prison? They should get life. So you don't believe in the death penalty for drug dealers that hand out this kind of crap to people? Knownly knowing. And what happened to good old days of the drug dealer? They used to keep their fucking uh, uh, customers alive. Now they're killing them. You know what? That is a good uh, topic. Second, sex addiction. There's some dark stuff behind that. Should do that one tomorrow. You know, no, it's not a funny uh, topic because it could lead to some serious stuff. Well, yeah, there's people that are so addicted that they don't care who they're doing or or who what, they're hurting or whether there's protection or. They don't care. Uh, you got to have a more of a uh, definition of a drug dealer with that kind of statement. I'm talking about the ones that are pushing the fentanyl, the ones that are pushing the heroin, the ones that are knowingly mixing fentanyl with crap, knowing how dangerous it is, knowing how it affects family. Danny Delo gave his two cents. Uh, Danny Delo, brother of mine is doing life for someone dying. It's BS. It's not the drug dealer's fault. You can shoot. You choose to shoot dope. That's, That's your, your problem. problem. Just my two cents. But at the same time, I agree with Danny. You got a guy pushing fentanyl or heroin, knowing what the hell it's going to do to somebody. Knowing, uh, That's I, just like a hooker giving out her poontang. Okay, it, it, you choose to do that drug. You choose to do a hooker. You have a choice in life. Does family have a choice then? Family, no, they don't have a choice. They end up fucked no matter which way they turn. So why shouldn't there be But a it punishment? is that sole person's choice to do the fentanyl. It is their choice 
to go be with a prostitute. It is there. Everybody has a choice in life and nobody can control your choices. Obviously they can try and help you, but unless you want help. Yeah. But if you're choosing the choice, you're using that argument and an enabler like a drug dealer is just up in the game to keep you coming back and then killing you. What about a drug dealer that yeah, sells the kids? Is, is it the drug dealer's intention for people to die on their drug? I doubt it. You doubt it? I doubt it's their intention. What about them selling the kids and teenagers? Well, I think it's bullshit. But again, why is it bullshit? Is the kids choose to do it? Do I agree with it? No, I don't. Do I agree with drug dealers in general? No, I don't. But Danny's got a point that it is a choice. Mm-hmm. You choose to do it. Just like we choose to smoke. Mm-hmm. People choose to drink. You know, like Nancy Reagan said, this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, maniac media. I think age can play a role too. Young people don't make good choices. If you're an older person, you should know better. Yes, strike them out. As far uh, do you think that that's valid where younger people make stupid choices, but as you age, you get more wisdom? Yes, I agree. But And as far as younger people go, like let's just say those under the age of 25 mm-hmm. is what I would consider, consider like the younger generation. Hell, I consider Mike Ball baby. He's like 27. Mm-hmm. But I know he's made some good choices. But there's... Uh, They make bad choices, and here's why a lot of people make bad choices. Because their friends are doing it. And they want to be and they want to be accepted by those friends. So they're followers, they're not leaders, they're not taking a stand, and they're gonna follow what their friends do. So basically, there's more followers. There's more followers than there are leaders in little groups of people. Mm Mm-hmm. People want to be accepted, so they're going to do what everybody else is doing. You know what? If they can't accept you as you who you are, they're not worth being around. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there that do things because that's what their friends are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad. And just because they wanted to fit in, then it uh, snowballs downhill to where they get addicted to this powerful shit because of their friends. It's like a peer pressure thing. Okay. So you, you don't think drug dealers should have any responsibility. Well, I do agree. They should have responsibility to a point. What about cartels? Well, they're usually what the manufacturers manufacturers and the ones who make billions of dollars off of pain and suffering. What do you think about them? Do you think they should get fucking bombed? Well, why should I think maybe the 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 makers of the drug should get more of a repercussion than the dealer itself. The dealer itself is out there just trying to make money and support their families. Well, so they can use that same argument with cartels. But they're the ones that are makers of the drug. And if it I, wasn't for the cartel making the drug, the drug wouldn't be there. So you agree they should face a death penalty. I think the cartel should get a harsher punishment than an actual drug dealer. I'm asking about the death penalty. I don't. I'm because these are the same cartels that <laughs> grab girls and force the them in the sex. 
That's because they're addicted to the drugs. They just supply no, no, they're nasty people. These cartels. These are the ones that have freaking take a chainsaw to you. They have no morality whatsoever, other than their worship of the money. I think you have to take a uh, tougher stance on these people. You know, there was a time when the outfit, uh, or mafias, what you guys call it, they wouldn't allow that shit because it was morally wrong. And what happened? Why did they start having a downfall? Because they got into the drug business. They They lost all morality at that point. How about, okay, what Wayne just said. If you kill a killer and claim you had or have a right to, you're a hypocrite. I don't think so. I don't think so. Eye for an eye in my eyes. You kill somebody in a hideous way. Say a serial killer. You think they should get life in prison? No, they should get the death penalty. But you're a hypocrite at this point. Like what, Gacy and all them and Dahmer mm-hmm. and no, they sh- they got what they deserved. Why? It's not right for somebody else to kill them. That's one of the arguments they use. You're going to kill multiple people, then you deserve what you're doing. Very interesting with China today, boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go to the members only section. Tomorrow is gonna be a sex addiction. We gotta cover that. We gotta do it. Sex addiction. Well, I'm gonna have fun looking that up. I'm telling Check you. Check out my search engine compared to Hollywood's. Wow.
Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on. One of the hardest things to do is lose a loved one. But I think when it comes to motorcycle accidents, it's really hard, especially when you ride. A few weeks ago, I asked in a short, if you ever got into a motorcycle accident, how was it for you to get back in the saddle again? Was it hard? What kind of feelings and emotions did you have to go through to get back on? And mainly because I wanted to hear people's advice to others to help them get back on a motorcycle. The motorcycle community is very tight-knit. There is a lot of camaraderie that is goes along with the motorcycle community. Everybody bands together when something goes wrong or when people need help, the community, what have you. But at the same time, we really band together for somebody that is a part of that community that we've lost to an accident. I think one of the worst things is when somebody's involved, say, with a DUI crash, a drunk hits a motorcyclist, and you sit there and you ask, why, why, why? And then you get to the point where, especially because I do biker news on my other channel, where you see incidences of drivers that just leave somebody that was riding on a motorcycle on the side of the road and jets out of there. So it's deeply personal when it comes to a motorcycle rider hearing that somebody else got killed. And I know riding a motorcycle is a very dangerous type of deal. Come on. After all, you're going like 80 miles an hour and you got two inches to five inches of uh, space between you and the asphalt. Let's admit it's a dangerous game. It is. It's very dangerous. But you know what? We accept that danger. So... When you hear stories of hidden runs and stuff like that, that is something a lot of people didn't sign up for. And there's a lot of mourning within the community when something like that happens. And I'm not just saying that kind of incident. I'm just talking about how everybody gets together and tries to comfort one another. And, of course, you're going to go through the different stages of grieving and all that kind of stuff. But it does sometimes, and I've heard this, where a friend of yours might have got in an accident, got killed, and you're starting to question yourself if you should be riding as well. And I've found that a lot where I reflect when I've heard of friends go down in a motorcycle accident. You do, you question yourself if, hey, should I continue to do this? Now, that's a usual reaction after an accident like that, if you know somebody that's been in one, 
and I've been to a lot of funerals. I really have. I've been to a lot of funerals, some where it wasn't their fault, some where it was their fault, why they got in the accident. And then, of course, you have to hear the news where they put it in there. Well, he was or wasn't wearing a helmet. I truly believe that it is a choice of the rider to wear a helmet. Now, I choose to uh, use a helmet now. I choose it. And I think it has to do with an incident that I seen personally while I was going to a party. And a guy was making a left-hand turn. He must have been going like 15 miles an hour. And I don't know what happened. He, he lost the bike. I don't, he leaned too much. Something like that. And next thing you know, you see him crack his head on the asphalt. It was like 15 miles an hour. And it wakes you up when you personally see the damage that can be done. Now, if he had a helmet on, he would have probably walked away. But there are some freak type of accidents that happen out there. And then it does make you think about what you're doing, what you can do to be safer. And I have to say, that's one of the things that I really admire about the younger kids that are riding now is they believe in safety gear. Now, a lot of us old folks, we didn't believe in all that stuff. You know, we go on there and our leathers were our protector, if you will. And a lot of guys said, you know, screw that helmet. We're going to stick it to the man. And there's actually evidence that motorcycle accidents in the statistics, by percentage-wise, there's more accidents on bikes with fatalities than there are with automobiles, cages, whatever you want to call it. And we understand that. Again, we understand the risk of what we're doing when we ride. But I think why it becomes so personal is because we are that tight-knit community. I don't care if you're riding in the sport bike community. I don't care if you're riding in the independent community, the club community. Uh, what's the bike you're riding? Honda, Harley, Indian, Suzuki. When it comes down to it, we all come together and that affects us. The first time I had something like that happen, I was 15 years old. My older brother, he got killed in a motorcycle accident. Now there's debate whether it was his fault or the other car's uh, uh, fault. But what happened was the car slammed its brake on. He hit the brakes and it went from there, rolled in the other lane. And yeah, as a kid, that affected me. But at the same time, being a kid, I didn't question about going back on a motorcycle or not. You know, because I really wasn't riding anything but a dirt bike at that time. But that experience did lead to me questioning myself about jumping on a bike, going on the road and stuff like that. It really wasn't until I got a little bit older, a couple years, that I got on a motorcycle, got comfortable. But it is an emotion that you usually go through, and I think everybody's went through when it comes to knowing somebody that's died in an accident. 
you got to keep your confidence up is one of the main things I've heard when guys are and gals are in a bike accident to get back on. Get that confidence back because if you don't have the confidence, you're really setting yourself up to get hurt on that motorcycle. A lot of people have been saying kick on and put your leg back over and go. Personally, I say take your time, reflect, get your confidence back. Grieve for those that you've lost. Take your time, I think it is. Take your time. But what do you all think? How, how am I right in saying we're such a tight-knit community that whenever we hear this or that had an accident or you read the newspapers and see it going down, say, like a Daytona or Sturges, where the accident rates might go up because there's more motorcycles, or the average daily commute when you see a motorcycle accident. How does that affect you personally as a rider? Reading stuff like that, does it give you a, a kick where you say to yourself, Damn, do I got to take those precautions? Does it make you rethink your safety procedures that you want to do? Let me know in the comment section. And don't forget to pass the video, share it. It helps us out to get us going on this channel. Like and subscribe. Rock on. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.